you know that every word you speak matters? Are your conversations making a difference? With a passion for words and a heart for conversation, Teresa Velarde is a self-professed word nerd, best-selling author, BizCat 360 columnist, and publisher. Children's books as well as fiction and nonfiction books are welcomed at Weeby Books Publishing and Book Endeavors, the imprints of her company, Authentic Endeavors Publishing. Whether written or spoken, Teresa strives to encourage and inspire meaningful conversations that make a difference. Here's the host of Conversations That Make a Difference, Teresa Velarde. Hey everyone and welcome to Conversations That Make a Difference. I'm Teresa Velarde, your host for this time of um, unbelievable information about becoming an author and our book that we are looking to bring to the bestseller list today called A Daily Gift of Hope. I'm with 16 of the authors that are in this book. There are 77 in total. But before we get started with our conversations, let me just give you some information that you can watch Conversations That Make a Difference every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m with live call-in shows at 5 p.m. the first and third Tuesday of the month. So I usually start my show with um, a prayer. So we're gonna start with the serenity prayer. Just take a minute to do that. So I'll do that now. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Serenity and wisdom is what I need for this group. (laughs) It's a huge group of people. So I'm going to start today by saying A Daily Gift of Hope is the second book in a Daily Gift book series. Um, I got a little tap on my shoulder from God to start this series with A Daily Gift of Gratitude, which we launched last year at this time. And now, of course, we have A Daily Gift of Hope. And what does the world need right now more than anything else? Hope and gratitude. Kindness is the next one coming. So we'll be having that one um, sometime during the year next year. But I thought that hope was a really good way to start, especially during the holiday season, because Christmas is a time of hope, a time for everyone to spend time with family, friends, relative, and with the world in the condition that it is right now, um, I'm sure that each one of you is going to bring a little bit of hope. I know you did to my heart with each one of your stories. Mm. So I would like to start with the newest member of our group, um, this is my, this is Jin Yu, and she is up, she's over there. Um, she's originally from Taiwan. She was born in Taiwan. She was raised in Brazil, and she's currently living in Los Angeles. Jin's journey defines her diverse identity. With a passion for telling stories, Jin balances economic acumen and creative passion as a TV and film producer. She's the author of Why Am I Here? her children's book, and um, her website is going to be iahtg.com. And uh, welcome, Jen. Uh, Thanks for having me. Thank you for this wonderful opportunity, Teresa. God bless you. You're (laughs) so welcome. I'm so grateful to have you with us. Jen, your story in the book, you wrote, Hope That Things Will Get Better. Mm -hmm. And when I read this, I believe this is your journey from Brazil or Taiwan to the U.S. Yeah, you want to talk about it a little bit? Oh, yeah. No, actually, um, it's actually from Chicago to L.A. When I first oh, really? um, moved to the United States, I um, 
I went to school here and then eventually I moved to Texas. Hi, Sharla. <laughs> I lived there for uh, about four or five years um, in Houston. And then eventually I got opportunity to go work on a independent film in Chicago. That's how I ended up in Chicago. And, um, you know, the film didn't, I feel like the, um, you know, we all finished the film and then what now? And then at that point in life, I'm like, I don't know what to do with myself. And, and, um, I had uh, a lot of, you know, um, uh, that everything around me, it was like, okay, so I don't know what to do now. It's like, there's no future. I don't feel like there was a future there for me. So it was like, that was a bleak moment, um, in my life. And then, and then, so I decided to move back to LA where I first landed here in the U S I, I was living in LA. So I came back here and it was really, really all going all over the country and just going back, kind of like going back home and starting again. And it was just like, uh, never giving up the hope that, okay, uh, this is it. This is over. This chapter is closed. Mm -hmm. But now I have to start over and then, you know, but why, right? But it's just like, you know, in the facts of you hope that things will be better next time you build it again and yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's been, I, I'm so glad I came back. And and for people that, uh, and then the other reason was to write the story and share the story was to like, you know, in during that times where you were, um, I want to say in the down low, uh, it's, um, you know, you read things and it's like, oh, oh, maybe, you know, it gives you hope. Yeah. This story, yeah, you read exactly. stories that give you hope. And that's what I hope that the story can do as well. Yeah. So I find it really interesting that, that you, um, basically throughout your journey, you were asking yourself a question that seems to have made it way, made its way to the title of a book. Why am I here? Right. Yes. So, and Jin's book is about to launch. Um, it should be up on Amazon. There you go. <laughs> I really see y'all. No. Yes, it's right here. It should be up on Amazon um, any any day now. Um, we uploaded it, and we're waiting for it to go through the process. So, um, it's a really beautiful book. It's it's uh, got some good questions in it. Thanks, Jin. I'm so glad to have you as part of this, and thanks for sharing your story of hope. Appreciate thanks so much. You. We're going to go to Eileen Gottlieb. Eileen is known as the heart healer. She's been in nursing for over 50 years and 29 years in vibrational healing, creating holistic approaches to clearing energy blocks and promoting health. She's served thousands of people globally as an international speaker, vibrational healer, and founder of the heart healer Ho'oponopono community. And you can see her website at EileenTheHeartHealer.com. Okay, Eileen, welcome. Thank you. It's a joy to be here, Teresa. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So glad to have you here. Eileen, your favorite topic, Ho'oponopono. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to ask you to tell us about that in a little bit. But your story is called Healing Childhood Trauma with Ho'oponopono. Right. Tell us a little bit about what it is and how it folds into your story. Um, childhood trauma can be triggered by many different things. Most often it's an abusive situation like I had with my relationship with my mom. 
Um, I was born in as an empath and intuitive. And so it was really challenging being a child in my family. Mm -hmm. And so I spent my entire awake life, shall we say, um, being more conscious to just the physical body that looking for a way to heal this because it was so uncomfortable being in my body. And Ho'oponopono was my path to healing PTSD from childhood trauma. It, it was that ingredient that brought hope back in, right? And so I love to offer people through teaching this process the hope and the understanding that we really have the ability to heal just about everything. Mm -hmm. It's pretty it's amazing. I figure if I can heal childhood trauma, I can heal pretty much anything. Explain to our listeners and to everyone here listening um, as part of this group, what exactly is Ho'oponopono? Ho'oponopono is the ancient uh, Hawaiian problem-solving process. In, in its ancient form, it was, it's most familiarly known by the four phrases, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. And in its origins, the ancient Hawaiian uh, people believed um, that they came in to atone for everything that happened before them. Their connection to their ancestors was very important to them. They also treasured peace above all else. And so whenever there was a problem, in its ancient form, it was a facilitated process by a head of household or the local kahuna or spiritual leader. And so the short version of the story is, if there was a problem, everybody had to be present. Everybody had to say, I love you to everybody in the room. Everyone had to say, I'm sorry for whatever I did to contribute to the problem. Please forgive me for whatever I did to contribute to the problem. And they had to express gratitude with each other. Every day is a good day for Ho'oponopono. <laughs> Absolutely. And we hope that that will come out by spring. So um, how can people get in touch with you? And um, do you have anything going on that people can participate in? Um, the easiest way is to reach out to me through my website, which is Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com. And my greatest passion at this time is our membership community, the Heart Healers Ho'oponopono community, where we combine conscious heart connection and Ho'oponopono, helping all of our members to create and maintain a consistent daily practice so that they can benefit like I did from this beautiful and very simple but powerful process. Thank you. Thank you, Eileen. And your story is one of great healing. So I encourage people to read each Thank other's you. stories. They're amazing. They're amazing. Faith James, going to you, girl. Thank you, Eileen. Okay. Hi. Faith is the CEO of the Personal Branding Consultancy, LLC and is affectionately known as the queen of branding. She's an award-winning brandy expert and has worked on brands like IBM and Liberty Mutual. She's a two-time international Amazon best-selling author and is currently working on her next book, God is My Brand Strategist. And you can find her at Faith James on Instagram, where you'll see her on a regular basis. Hey, Faith, welcome. Welcome to everyone. Thank everybody for being here. Two questions I have for you. You wrote a story called 164 Times, which I'm going to ask you to talk about. And then I want you to tell everybody, why did you make a decision to become part of this book? Okay, fantastic. So yeah, in the Bible, 
there are about 164 mentions of the word hope. And in the uh, scripture, Jeremiah 29, some people know it well, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And so for me, that's such a, that's such a, such a beautiful promise and we hold on to that. And so even as things are happening, even as life is lifing, there is that promise. My message in the book was about ways in which it can go from the theory, right? It, and it sounds so wonderful just to say, just hold on, hold on, <laughs> right? Just to hold on, it sounds so easy. And I wanted to give some practical applications. So the idea of journaling, the idea of reading the Bible and understanding those stories, because until you understand, let's say, for example, the story of Job, where all just look completely lost for him. And his wife was like, just curse God and die. Give up. Give up on any hope that things are going to turn around for you. Like Jen said, right, just hope, hope that it's going to change. And that's where he was anchored in hope. And if we can do the same, it may look crazy right now. Nobody's coming to your webinars. Nobody's signing up for your programs. Nothing but hold on if you can breathe. Awesome. So to share it in this format and what I loved about the, the, the daily gift series, right? It gives everybody uh, an opportunity to tell their story. And so it it just levels the playing field, right? You don't have to be this, you know, big you know, influencer to have your story published and to have an impact, right? Mm -hmm. If it's just one person that reads that story and gets a morsel of hope, you have done an amazing thing. So I think the the work that you're doing, it's just coming from the heart. It's emanating from the heart, right? To use Eileen's uh, anchor word. It's all about heart love, that no matter who you are, where you are, whether you're in Guyana, shout out to Rhonda, or you're in Texas, shout out to Janice, or you're in Florida, like myself and Eileen, it doesn't matter, right? You get to be a part of this community and you get to share your story in a way that I love that you teach us how to create our author page. I'm, I love it. And everybody... As far as I know, everybody who's part of these books are entrepreneurs. Now, I know, Faith, you have something that you um, offer to people who are entrepreneurial in spirit. And do you want to talk about what you're offering people? Oh, absolutely. So if you're an entrepreneur, and especially if you're a kingdom, the Brand Activator Membership, Triple W Brand Activator Membership is the place for you. When you want to talk about hope, the ethos for our program is faith without works is dead. And so you may go to a variety of places and go rah-rah and inspirational and all the things. And then you come back and you're like, okay, right. So how do I get this done? How do I do the strategy? What is the strategy? How do I you know, implement it? Our program is a daily mastermind. It's monthly one-on-one -on -one sessions with me. It is Instagram engagement pods. It's the board of directors meeting. It's our video vault. You can ask any question related to brand. It's there. And right now, the membership is only $47 per month with no contract, and it's going to be expiring. That's a founding members rate. It's expiring at the end of this month. So my strong invitation is if you're an entrepreneur, if you if there's any part of you that's kingdom, that this is this is a place to be where you get one-on-one -on -one accountability support. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm just grateful I get to do this work. Thank you. I'm grateful to be part of it. Um, we have, uh, Fran is waiting to come in. 
So she'll be she'll be joining us, and there may be a couple of others who are coming on board as we go through this this um, party atmosphere. Charla, I'm going to you. Hello, from hello. The great country of Texas. Um, so. Charla Anderson is an award-winning flight attendant, retired, best-selling author, speaker, coach, TV podcast host, Zig Ziglar legacy certified, an Olympic torchbearer, engaged po engaging podcast guest, yes you are, and a personal development junkie. Hello. Um, Charla is outrageously optimistic and courageous. Joy is her lifestyle. Unconditional love is her message. And mindset is her method. Entering her seventh decade, Charla just had a happy birthday <laughs> with a wealth of life experience and wisdom to share. CharlaAnderson.com. Welcome, Charla. So happy to have you here. So excited to be in this amazing group and every single one that has spoken so far has spoken something that I'm very attached to and familiar with from Ho'oponopono to the heart. Um, uh, each one of you has got something I feel like so there's a woven connection the the sheen of the of the of the tapestry right here we're on the the front but you look at the back woo, it's all woven in there with beautiful yeah, threads. Right. Now your um your story in the book is called Let Hope Transform You. You want to talk a little bit about what you wrote and why you decided to be part of this? You know, it was a last minute decision because I just had met you and you invited me and I'm like, okay. And I had two other best selling books that this one just went bestseller last uh, on December 2nd, I believe, and this one in the summer, although I'd written this in five years ago, I relaunched it. So I have a couple of other fun books, but the, the message is always about love and unconditional love and loving people. And the harder they are to love, the more they need it. So yeah. when you offered this about hope and I'm like, whoa, um, it, it's such a needed thing right now. And it and I am so, I said, I'm outrageously optimistic and I believe that things are getting better, not worse in spite of what we see. And, and so, and because of that, and I just saw a meme this morning that said, I believe, you know, somebody said, ah, the next year is going to be so crazy. And, and the, the, the other one said, well, I think it's going to have a lot of flowers and they go, well, why do you think it's going to have flowers? Why is 2024 going to have flowers? Because I'm planting them now. Wow. And so it, it's, you know, it's what you think about. It's what you speak about. It's what you want. Every word matters. And that's what Split Second Transformation is about. Every word matters. Yeah. And and if you offer hope. So in the storm, candy bar hugs. I mean, I just offered today. I was, you know, offered a candy bar at the checkout person. And uh, do you mind if I give you a hug? And stories come out about that because everybody needs connection and we're all connected with these devices but we're not touching each other and so i got to give some hugs today and and uh, uh receive them as well when that happens right yeah absolutely and so before we go to break just tell people how they can get in touch with you what's the best way to reach out to you charlaanderson.com is my site and it's evolving i have probably a uh, some slash links charlaanderson.com slash links uh is a i'm trying to keep that a little more updated until i can uh, okay, awesome. finalize it 
Thank you. And thanks for being part of our party. We're going to need to take a break. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes um, with more from the guests who are part of this new book, A Daily Gift of Hope. Thanks so much. We'll be right back. With the hustle and bustle of today's world, how often do you take time to practice gratitude? More importantly, how can you make it a habit? The Grateful Hearts community is a group of like-minded people focusing on what's going right and being grateful. Gratitude is more than putting a smile on your face and being thankful for the roof over your head. It's about expanding your perception and finding ways to find gratitude for, in, and through the challenges we face every day. Gratitude is a feeling of connection to things higher than yourself, to God, and to others. We focus on light, positivity, and connections. You make a difference. When we join our Grateful Hearts together, the power of community attracts more people and even more to be grateful for. Expressing gratitude and feeling grateful is infectious, so let's share it. Join our Grateful Hearts community and watch your blessings blossom. Learn more at gratefulheartscommunity.com and join the community at facebook.com slash the Grateful Hearts community. Are miracles real? Can you move from mayhem to miracles? 30 prominent authors say yes as they share their high fives and down lows of challenges, abuse, addiction, and love. Experience hope, the magic elixir of miracles, through the personal stories of New York Times bestselling authors James Redfield, Dr. Bernie Siegel, Sister Jenna, Reverend Temple Hayes, and many more. If you like bestsellers, chaos to clarity, and crappy to happy, you'll love crying and laughing through Mayhem to Miracles, sacred stories of transformational hope, available now on Amazon and in bookstores worldwide. Did you know that every word you speak matters? What you say and how you say it can make or break a relationship or shift the outcome of any situation. Are your conversations making a difference? Faith in God, gratitude, authenticity, and giving are Teresa Velarde's heart. It's in this spirit that she's focused on making a difference in the lives she's blessed to touch. Conversations That Make a Difference is now on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time with live call-in shows every first and third Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. And we're back. We're back this time. We're going to talk to, um, we're talking to all the authors from, well, not all of them, a bunch of the authors from A Daily Gift of Hope, the new book that's out on Amazon. We are um, hoping to become a number one bestseller. So be sure to get your copy. It's only $10 right now until midnight on the 20th. So thank you all for being here. Next, we're going to talk to Mark Height. I'm going to hear from one of the, one of the men in the group. Mark is an award-winning writer director, producer of a 30 million in half hour infomercials. Oh my goodness. I remember those? Those are so good. Um, <laughs> he's performed music at Carnegie Hall and fought forest fires in Idaho. Mark is husband to Sandy, father to Ken and Ruth, and grandfather to Graham. His mission is to enlighten and empower. Faith is above all. So welcome, Mark. Hello, Teresa. Always a privilege to be here, and thank you for letting me be included in the book. Oh, you're um, so one welcome. Of the, one of the things I really do enjoy, and I, of course, 
invite everybody else as I read everybody else's writings in the book. They're always very, very inspirational, and you can even tell from today's show uh, there's going to be some gems on that one. So I'm looking forward to this one very much. Absolutely. Now, you wrote a story <laughs> that's near and dear to my heart because the um, – the Wizard of Oz is one of my favorite movies, and you are bringing hope to the world through a tale of the Cowardly Lion. Yes, indeed, and I know, yeah, it is definitely one of our favorite movies, I know that, and you know that I've always felt that the biggest Oscar snub of all time was not giving Toto the award, because he certainly was the best. <laughs> he was terrific in that movie. At any rate, um, we were thinking about the idea of hope, and one of the things that I have found in some of my other writings is that people get very confused. They think that hope is faith, and it's not. It's actually faith is a substance. It is a thing that is brought about by grace and by hope. Hope itself is an expectation. Oh, I hope I get something. And so in the story that I wrote, I took the cowardly lion who really wanted to have courage. Um, the With the cowardly lion, he was bombarded with fear, basically coming from the Wicked Witch. And his goal was to have courage. And his hope was being destroyed because he didn't have confidence in what he was hoping in. Mm -hmm. If he had had confidence in what he was hoping in, he could have received it. And there's many points, and, and Faith mentioned a couple of these already. There's many points in the Bible where if you have the confidence in what you are hoping for, faith will bring that about. And so the cowardly lion, instead of looking for the witch's broom and going for the great wizard and everything else, could have simply turned to his Bible. And there were a couple passages in there, Psalm 91 to begin with. He yeah. could have utilized that and said, God, I'm hoping for courage. Mm -hmm. And he would have received courage. That's mm -hmm. how that works. Interesting and that you said Psalm 91, because Psalm 91 comes a couple of pages after your story in the book. <laughs> It's, if you have never read it, it's a wonderful psalm. It is the psalm of protection. It is, it, Jesus actually references Psalm 91 when he's being tempted by the, Satan in the wilderness. So yeah. that we know that Psalm 91 is for sure good scripture. And Absolutely. you can depend on that. And what it is saying is that no harm will come from you. Satan's, of course, test to Jesus was, well, if that's so, jump off at a tower and let's see if any harm comes to you. Yeah. So, Jesus had to address that. Another story, another day. Yeah. On the courage issue, what the lion could have simply done is say, God, Jesus, I believe in you. By faith and by hope, I receive courage, which you promised. And it would have happened. Yeah. And I think it would have been a much better thing in the movie instead of having the line where they're going, oh, lions, tigers, and bears, oh my, lions, and that. <laughs> we, we could have had the Wicked Witch running down the trail after she heard from God going, angels and God and faith, oh my. <laughs> and so that's, that's what I wanted to get across on that. Uh, I, I, I will say that in the area of hope, the outstanding hero of all time in hope is Sarah. And what makes Sarah go when they define faith is that she believed that God could do it, he would do it, and he was willing to do it. 
and that's what brings that about. If you have that and that courage in hope, yeah, you can receive. That doesn't mean that God put a you know a Corvette in my driveway tomorrow. Could happen, but that's not really what it's about. The right. ultimate hope again is in your final salvation and working that through. But God is a God of love. He's a God of abundance. He wants to give you things. Yeah. So get out that old hope and get down there in prayer and belief. Amen. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate you. Thanks for being part of the book. And uh, his story is really good. Story is really good. And I love the way that you tied it into biblical teachings. So thanks so much. All right, who's next? Amanda, Amanda Gust. She's the co-founder and president of Born Able, a nonprofit dedicated to celebrating the worth and humanity of children born with complex medical needs. She enjoys spending time with her family, volunteering at her church, and cheering on her five, yes, five children and their various sports and activities. And you can reach her at Amanda at bornable.com. Now, Amanda. Talk to me about your story. Your story is entitled, Hope Found Me. Yes, so I spent the better half of the first part of my adult life as an atheist. Um, stumbled between atheism and um, being an agnostic, I will say to the point I even um, dabbled in uh, Wicca and looking at spiritual things to fill this emptiness inside of me. As a woman, as a young mom, I was constantly told that I am enough, that I don't need to improve in any area of my life. And for a long time, I bought into that, um, this kind of toxic culture of self-love. And with that came, anytime there was a problem in my life, I would turn to a different uh, kind of relief, whether it be like a glass of wine or two glasses of wine, a hot bath, um, searching for a new friend, a new relationship that I could put everything into. Um, and it would all work out for a little bit, but at the end, I felt empty. And in 2021, I had a very, uh, a very big challenge coming up in my life um, involving one of my children and I was lost. It was the first time that I did not know what to do. Um, and I stumbled into a church service and I heard a message that I needed to hear. I knew in that moment, uh, Jesus led me there. I was supposed to hear it. And I was on the ground, um, choking back tears. It was the first time in my life I had felt seen, loved unconditionally. Um, and that's what uh, I mean, when I say hope found me, the hope that I found in Jesus, and he found me there. So, Amen. And you bring that hope into a platform that honors children who are um, what we would perceive to be, as humans, less than perfect. Yet we know that God doesn't make mistakes. And um, you and Jesse, my good friend Jesse, have embarked upon a huge mission in getting the message of these children out into the world. And so um, I get the privilege of working with these ladies and getting these stories out into the world in the Born Able book series. And these are all about children who have disabilities of one kind or another. And these are just a few of the books. Um, the first one is I Am Able, Amazingly Abled Kids. 
and Abel is the center of them. And this is the mystery of the patchwork heart, the case of the missing belly button from Valaceal babies. And it was the night before discharge. And there's a coloring books and there's all kinds of good things coming out of this. Every dime you spend on these books goes where, Amanda? goes right back into creating books for more children and more families. It really is the gift that keeps on giving. Um, we say that when you support one book, the parents that support one book, they're supporting the next series of children that we're going to feature. And they're all real kids where we've gotten to know the families, talk to them, hear about the amazing things their children do. It's one of uh, I really say that moment in 2021 where Jesus found me led me to that moment and meeting Jess and being a part of Board Evil. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all that you're doing for the children of this world who can't speak for themselves. We appreciate you. Thank you. Okay, Jody, Jody Fitzgerald. Oh, Jody is a licensed family dog mediator at. Um, and she is the owner of Fits Your Dog Training and a former nurse. After working with Rescue for five years, she dedicated to educating dog lovers and the dog's truth and creating amazing relationships that will keep dogs in homes with their families. Jody, you brought a story to the book that is all about um, dogs being dogs and you have, you're having hope for them. So we want to talk a little bit about, um, about this. Yes, my goodness. Thank you so much for having me and letting me be a part of this because I really believe hope is something we all need. Uh, just, you know, it, we need it in our heart and in our lives and with each other and the support of each other. So I'm so proud to be here. Um, Yes, that story uh, is from when I was a child, and I really, it's interesting how something sticks out that much, but I had a dog that, that in reality could have, could have killed me as a child, and I feel it was a total misunderstanding that because the dog was playing and got a hold of my scarf, and I don't know why for sure, but it has always stuck out how much I knew, even when I was that young, that the dog was playing. It wasn't being mean. And I've always had this inside of me that I felt animals were misunderstood and dogs are misunderstood. Um, so I now have this vision of dogs being dogs and being able to be loved and appreciated for all their unconditional love, all the wonderful things that they do for our lives and the gifts that they give to us in just so many ways. And I really believe that they're way more than just pets. Um, so I have become a family dog mediator. It's, it's, uh, I'm very excited about this. It's, it's a, it's a science based on, on applied ethology and it's all about relationships. It's actually about learning and understanding what dogs really are. Yeah. Um, like I said, so much more than pets and it can make such a difference for our relationships when we understand and with what we expect of them too. Um, and I really want to keep dogs in homes and have people not give them up and have our shelters not be so full and and not have the trauma and the guilt and the horrible experiences that we go through and the dogs go through by having to be given away when there's just this gap in really what we expect of these amazing animals. Yeah. 
Yeah. Awesome. And, you know, uh, it's interesting because right after you speak, I'm going to go to Will. <laughs> Will Pollock has, um, has a story that kind of like goes right along with what you're saying there. So um, we're, we have to take a break for a moment. I want to thank you, Jody, for contributing your story of hope when it comes to our fur babies and our fur friends. So thank you so much for saying yes to the opportunity to be part of this. I appreciate it. Thank you for asking me. You're so welcome. And we're going to be back in just a minute and where we're going to talk to Will Pollard next. In order to be healthy and happy, there are 24 areas of your life to balance. With the All Things Wellness Wheel, you become self-empowered, allowing you to make healthier decisions about relationships, nutrition, sleep, exercise, stress, and even your value system. The All Things Wellness book series, written by Peggy Wilms and Dr. Marcus Vetstein, teaches you how to balance your wellness wheel in addition to sharing true stories from multiple contributing authors. Book one, The Fourfold Formula, and book two, Win the Wellness War, We Are Responsible, are now available on Amazon. Reserve your spot now to become a published author in book three, Wellness GPS, Get Prepared for Success. Visit www.allthingswellness.com slash authors for more information. Why are we here? How can we be happy? Questions asked from millennials to boomers. Crappy to happy. Sacred stories of transformational joy answers them using true stories of grit, grace, and love. James Redfield, author of The Celestine Prophecy, wrote in the foreword, This book is a seminar about emerging truths and offers grounded solutions through the art of the comeback. Dr. Bernie Siegel, a contributing author, wrote, Bodies die, but spirits and consciousness survive and recycle. So, grab some tissues, open your book, and prepare to cry and laugh till it heals. Crappy to Happy by Reverend Ariel Patricia and Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and booksellers worldwide. Do you have a personal story of hope or kindness to share? The Daily Gift book series, which began with a daily gift of gratitude, now available on Amazon, continues with a daily gift of hope and a daily gift of kindness. And we're looking for people just like you to share a story. Your daily gift of hope story might answer one of these questions. Is there a time when you felt hopeless and someone stepped in to change your view? Have you been an example of hope for someone else? Is hope something that you've always had? If so, how do you keep that hope alive? With hope, we have more energy and a purpose. It gets us out of bed in the morning. Daily Gift of Kindness might be your chance to talk about recognizing and spreading kindness to change the world. Practicing kindness lifts your spirit and your mood, warms your heart, and helps to navigate your way through today's challenges. Has an act of kindness from a stranger turned your day around? Have you ever paid it forward to someone or for someone? Your story matters, so visit DailyGiftBookSeries.com to find out more about how to submit your story for a daily gift of hope and a daily gift of kindness. Your stories make a difference. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. 
welcome, welcome back. And we're here with Will Pollack is going to be next. He is a native New Yorker. Yay, New York. Um, he's an award-winning author, blogger, multimedia journalist, photographer, and creator of crankyyank.com. Now in Midtown Atlanta, Will is perma uh, a permaculture and green living evangelist and lifelong tennis player. As the world's proudest papa to Cam, his new children's book, Gentle with Gertie, which I have right here is a story of human and furry siblings available on Amazon. And you have another one coming after this. Welcome, Will. I'm so glad you're here with us. Oh, Teresa, thank you so much for having me. Um, it, uh, I, I find myself wanting to be a spectator because I'm listening to all these wonderful, uh, accomplished authors, and I'm just glad to be here. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Now you talk about, um, you have your stories, there's two of them back to back, parts one and part two called Special Delivery. Give us a little peek into Special Delivery part one, and then um, we'll talk about uh, part two also just briefly and how they coordinate with Gentle with Gertie and what you have coming next. Right. Um... It's really, yeah, it's, it's in two parts. And the, the first story is about a dog we adopted out of Texas. Um, and uh, we called her Rafi after the Star Trek character. And, uh, you know, I was really excited for my son because he was about to get, um, you know, what I thought at the time was a forever dog. As it turns out, um, the dog was extremely, extremely reactive to my son. And uh, it, I had to make the agonizing decision to rehome her. Um, she's now in Kansas City and living her best life, trust me. Um, and uh, and so that's the first part. And the second part is how that that hope was or that that sadness was transmuted into a new um, adoption with uh, Jackson, our latest. Uh, for a baby or forever for a baby who is um, with us now. And um, he's just the sweetest thing and rat terrier mix. And he's also living his best, best life here. <laughs> yes. I've seen Jackson with, with you um, on some of our calls and, and how cool is it that this dog's name is Jackson Pollock? <laughs> so awesome, right? So awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited for what you have next. Let's, uh, let's briefly say um, what you have. Gertie Goes to the Moon is your next book that we're working on now. Right. And Gertie Goes to the Moon is a sequel to Gentle with Gertie. Um, and I will say just briefly that um, what Jody was saying is, is was really resonated to me because I had the privilege of parenting Trisket, who passed away last year. Um, and she was just the most incredible incredible dog i've ever met and probably ever will meet and she inspired me to do to write many books and she was my muse and all that stuff so um when cam my son came along i i was i bore witness to this this beautiful um budding you know friendship and sibling relationship that was that was pretty incredible and so the first book was about how um, I had to teach Cam how to be gentle. The second book, which is forthcoming next year, is Gertie Goes to the Moon. I'm, I would even say, Teresa, that I think I might be even more proud of the second book because it was so, um, it was difficult to write, but it was 
I think our fellow writers can uh, identify with the idea of writing from trauma, of writing from, of, of using grief to to just create. And that's what I did with um, Gertie Goes to the Moon, which is basically how um, the title character, Ash, deals with um, Gertie's passing, so. Awesome. And it's, it's what I love about what I love about what you did was um, it really is going to help kids to be able to recognize that um, even though they're gone, they're still always in our hearts. And that's really a wonderful, wonderful message. So thank you so much for saying yes to being part of a daily gift of hope and for coming on the show today. I appreciate of you. Course. Thank yeah. you, Teresa. You're welcome. You're welcome. Fran Asaro, a virtual partner helping entrepreneurs grow and um, start their businesses. She's a founder of Senior Tuber Community, where she helps mature people share their legacy and gifts by teaching them how to become YouTube content creators. And you can reach her at... Um, you can see everything about her at thriveanyway.com. And there's a multitude of... Um, of places where you can contact her when you get the book. You can see them all there. Fran, welcome to Conversations That Make a Difference. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, first of all, and inviting me to be a part of the book. And hello to everyone. I know a few of you, but not everyone. So it's nice to meet you and be among some fellow authors. So thank you. Um, did you have a question or? Yeah, your okay. story is called A Manifestation Journey Fueled by Hope. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Okay, thank you. Uh, so I, when I was invited to write this, I had uh, hesitation and I discussed it with Teresa whether I belonged in this compilation or not uh, because I'm somebody who believes in manifesting that hope. And for me, I thought that hope was for people who sat back and waited for something to happen and hoping for it. And manifestation was me partnering uh, in the outcome. So as I started writing, I realized and even looked up hope to find out, uh, similar to what Mark said, that it's about expectation, it's about trust, and it's about producing a result very similar to what I was calling manifestation, intention, being deliberate. So um, I got to make friends with the word hope by writing this and uh, not knowing that that was going to happen. But I've been using different words, but still playing an active part in creating an outcome. So it was very interesting to to be a part of that experience, to learn a little bit about myself and uh, to take away a um, a thought that that was a negative for me. And it's, it doesn't feel the same way anymore. So thank you. I know we only have a little bit of time. So wanna... yeah. yeah, but I'm so glad that you wrote this and, and everything that you said, actually, if we go to faith, um, she will, she will tell you faith with that works is dead. That's her favorite scripture, right? So you have to have, um, hope in whatever it is that you are going to want to manifest because, you know, there's always something bigger than us. That is a, um, a key ingredient to having that manifestation happen. And God says, if you have not, because you ask not. So Fran, your story is a great example of hope. Thanks for contributing. We appreciate you. Marla Heyman is mom to two handsome young men and a TARS warrior princess. She's also grandma to a beautiful baby girl. She and Emma are the authors of Emma Goes to the Circus. Talk to hey. me about 
your story a little bit. But more than that, I want you to talk about TARS for a second. Tell people what TARS is and how what you're doing with these books is benefiting people, just like Born Able is benefiting children. Your books are benefiting people who have TARS syndrome. Yes, ma'am. So TARS syndrome is an acronym for thrombocytopenia. I say it wrong every time. Absent radius syndrome. Uh, what that means is on your forearm, you have two bones and my daughter is missing her inner radius bone on both of her hands. So um, they're short and her, her hands bend in because she's missing that bone that would actually level the hand. So because there is no bone here, the hand goes in. Um, TAR syndrome, it's easier to say it that way than the entire word, is actually one in every 200,000 people. So um, I actually have two older boys with no disabilities. And it's my husband who is the carrier of the mutation. And I am... Um, receptacle to the actual mutation. So we have the chance of one in every four children that we possibly have would have TAR. Prior to Emma, I had lost two babies and didn't know what my mission was to be as a woman. And even though I was a mother to my older two boys, um, I felt like a failure. So didn't know what to do. Eventually we found out we were pregnant with them and we had her and then she had her disability. Um, and I could be just like eh, other parents who have their children and it's a disability and they live day to day with their disability. Um, however, I wanted to do more. So I know the time will come when Emma goes to school, is in public and is faced with bullying. And I know we cannot and we will probably never re uh, get rid of bullying because even you and I to this day can still get bullying. However, back in my time, the bullying was face-to-face. -face. Now it's with social media and people hiding behind their computers and whatnot. So I want to make sure that I can do anything in my power that Emma and anyone with a disability, limb difference or TAR, um, to have that chance at a normal life. And I hate to use the word normal, but in this situation, I have to so people can understand. So what I want to do is we've actually founded a... TAR community organization. It's called uh, TARS Awareness Texas. And we are trying to get the message out to what TAR is. We want to be seen and we want to be heard. So the only way for that to happen is to have an advocate, which is myself until Emma can be of age to continue it if she'd like, um, to push for this to be seen and to be heard. And I will not stop until everyone knows what it is when they see her out in public and they just oh that's what it is and okay so um we decided to start writing children's books to kind of get it into the homes because that's where this all begins is in the homes and then out to the schools into the hospitals clinics things of that nature um just to kind of see what it is we have emma goes to the circus is book one we are working on book two which is emma goes to church and um each book will feature a TAR person that we know and what their hobby or what their likes are into the book of the M Adventures. Awesome. Awesome. Bringing awareness to disabilities brings hope to people who experience them and will curb the bullying. I believe people have knowledge of what this is about. The bullying is not going to be there. And we have only a few minutes left. Janice Page, I would like to go to you. Thank you, Marla. Denise Page is a, 
let's just say um, she's the founder and CEO of Black Vegan Health and Wellness um, Enterprise and the founda- foundation of Get Ready for the Dress podcast. She's a certified nutritionist, personal trainer, life coach. Janice is currently working on her PhD in holistic and sports nutrition. Welcome, Janice. You have something going on that is absolutely good for anyone who wants to change their lifestyle to a more healthy one. Let's talk about that. I have the 28-day Daniel diet program that's going to start in January. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yes. That starts January 9th. And it's 28 days to get your life, to help you be a better, healthy person that you are. So that's what it is. Yes. How can people find their way to that? So you can go to my website, www.healthwellness.expert, and you can put in the comment, um, Daniel Diet, and you'll get the you'll get the link sent to you. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And your story in the book is called Paying Hope Forward. And um, this is the story of when you moved to uh, where you are in Texas and somebody who helped you, and then you turn around and paid it forward to someone else, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I moved. I moved five hours away from um, Dallas, didn't know no one. And I, I was, I was actually at, I was on my, in my lowest and I, um, I called my grandmother and she turned me back to faith. She said, get on your knees because you have your faith in men and not in God. And when I did that, that was my hope right there. When I did that, I had no car, no transportation in a city that I knew no one. And when I did that, she, uh, my life turned around. I met a, I met a total stranger who became my friend and purchased a car for me (laughs) that he, I mean, purchased a car. He gave me, God gave me faith and hope, but he was my angel. And from that moment on, I've always said that I will give back. I will give hope to someone else. And I have, I have done that ever since then. And that's been over 20 years. Amen. We have a couple more people to go. I want to go through them quickly. Um, thank you. So, um, yeah, thank you, Janice. I appreciate you. Um, so now I want to go to um, Rhonda. Rhonda, you're in um, Guyana right now. And your story, tell a little bit about what you do. I am based in New York City, even though I am in Guyana. And I am the immigrant career strategist. My goal is to definitely help first and second generation immigrants move from a life of survival to thriving. So I have two verses of scripture that I give to all of my clients and anyone who works with me. The first is Isaiah 41.10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. And the second is Matthew 5.14-15. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. So my story was about an immigrant to New York City, and the story ended with Marjorie's life whispering a message, and this is my message to all first and second generation immigrants. Your dreams are valid. Let them fly, for the sky is not the limit, but just the beginning. And I am on all platforms at Adnor Docs, That's A-D-N-O-H-R-D-O-C-S, where I provide actionable information to motivate and inspire primarily first and second generation immigrants, but to anyone who's seeking to thrive in their chosen careers. 
Very well said, Rhonda, very well said. And your story in the book is called A Caribbean Beacon in Brooklyn. And you are indeed a beacon of light. Thank you so much for being part of the show today. Thank you, Teresa, for having me. Quickly, Sally Mary de Leon. Talk a little bit about you, my dear. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say something. Okay. So, no, I, I'm, I don't. I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm. You're a nurse. You're a paralegal, a warrior, healer, advocate, mother of two, domestic violence survivor. Founded a nonprofit combating veteran homelessness. Uh, a survivor of military sexual trauma. Shall I go on? Yet yeah, you have full. You are full of hope, sister. You are full <laughs> of hope. Two stories in this book. Two stories. And they are the first, just one of them, I'll tell you, just one of them is called Hope, a wellspring of strength. If the, that, if those things that I read off from your bio are not an indication of strength, my girl, I don't know what is. You know, just really quickly, I'll say this, that hope is a lifeline to me. It's always been the lifeline. People joke about you put poop in one hand and hope on the other and see which one floats. And you know what? I'll always believe that hope will always float because light, hope is what keeps you going, right? And I, I when I became homeless back in 2010 with two young kids, um, it took a lot of humility, not not humiliation. I had to do, I had to understand the difference between them. And hope is, the, the, the acronym that I had given it was humility opens people's eyes. You have to allow people to see where you're at and where you're coming from. It's a, it's not a handout. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a hand. It's, it's you being able to help each other, right? And so, I really don't know what else to say because we're running out of time, and that's all you I'm going to say. You, you have said, you've said a mouthful in very few words. You have said a mouthful. Homeless to hopeful to honorable. Let's say that, okay? Thank you. Thank you for being part of this book. Linda Kay, you are the last person in this room right now. And I'm sorry that we're going to have to rush through this, but I wanted to give everybody a voice. Your story is one of hope um, when life takes a turn um, that you don't expect. And um, you ended up turning passion into perfection. And that's the title of your story, Passion to Perfection. You want to talk a little bit about that? Well, in the interest of time, I'm just going to keep it really short. Okay. Um, appreciate the opportunity to write the story for your book. Um, having hope wasn't something that was always there. I had to dig to find that hope again. It was basically devastation. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. Absolutely. If it helps anyone, I would love for it to do that. You know, I think every single one of these stories is going to help someone. Your story, Linda, is not much unlike mine. I went from devastation to a whole new life and a whole new purpose. And now my life is, you know, they say that um, God God has an intention for each one of us and a purpose for us. And sometimes we got to go through some mud in order to be able to get to the dry land and be able to live out whatever it is that he has given us to live with. Um, he gives us the gifts and talents that we need in order to make those things happen and in order to be able to live the best life possible. Because I'm going to go back to Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And I absolutely live by that. That's one of my, my favorite scriptures. Your story is proof positive that that is exactly what happens. And so is everyone else. 
And I can't thank you each enough for being here, for being part of this conversation, for putting up with the fact that we couldn't go live and the technology glitches that we had along the way. I love each and every one of you. Yeah, if you want to learn about tech, go to Tech Tuesday on, on Faith's on show, on Faith's class. Get in there. But until next time, I hope that every conversation that you are having is making a difference, not only in your life, but in the life of whoever it is you're talking to. Thank you so much to all of you. We'll see you next time. Have a great day. Merry Christmas, everyone. Tune in next time for Conversations That Make a Difference with host Teresa Velarde every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern with live call-in shows every first and third Tuesday on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Thank you for listening, and thank you to our producer, Rachel, and to our station owner, Deborah Beauvais, working behind the scenes. Be sure to go to conversationsthatmakeadifference.com for your free gift. Make sure your conversations make a difference.